Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with Joe. Yeah, hello. And Heather. Hi, everybody. And today we're here to discuss season three, episode 20. A lot of people's worst episode, Mars Landing. Not mine. No one said it was yours. Mine is Thanksgiving said season a lot three. of other people. <laughs> so before we start, we'll pass around the feeling stick. I have nothing today. Joe, let me guess. Nothing today? Nothing today. Heather? Um, yes. The girl from Freaks and Geeks, or Abby Day, is on Dead to Me. And a few weeks ago, Joe was talking about Mae Whitman. Uh-huh. And I just want to mention to everybody that her first role was when she was about six on When a Man Loves a Woman. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Okay. And that kicks us off for the Netflix description. Joe, let's switch Ooh, it up and open with the Joe, Joe Flix description of Mars Landing. Is that what one of your notes is? Yep. Is that, what the, is that a J for Joe Flix? No, oh, no. S. Okay. S, sorry. <laughs> it's upside down. So this one would be called, Don't Let Your 5 to 9 Affect Your 9 to 5. And by that, all you got to do is look at the opening scene. Oh, my gosh. It was a huge game of True American. Right. I don't think anyone went to work the next day. I think it was a Friday night. Exactly. No, no. But they had a birthday party. Oh, oh, that's your nine to five. Yeah, like your your commitment. Yep. Gotcha. So there's I love an old, it. There's Joe. an old adage: don't let your five to nine. In other words, five p.m. to nine a.m. affect your nine a.m. to five. I'm gonna start using that. That's really fun good. Yeah. story about. You never heard that phrase? No, I've never heard it in my life. Fun story about that phrase: when Joe and I worked at the uh, baseball team that we worked at, we had a boss who was now delightful, but at the time basically insane. And if you even had to take a leave for a doctor's appointment, if you called him sick, if you used your vacation, you legally, because we earned it, were able to take, he would just lose his mind. He'd rather have you asleep at your desk than not be there, right? <laughs> so I went out to dinner after a game at Friday's and I got food poisoning and I had to call in sick the next day to work. Mind you, I worked with a bunch of people who were drinking on the clock, including this man, including everyone who we knew, right, Joe? Yep. Always drunk, always vomiting in the bathroom. Well, I'm not going to talk about it much more in the podcast, but there's just, at the time, minor league baseball had some weird working situations. It was a long time ago. And I just was sick this one time, then I was at work the next day after that, and while I was gone, he told these suite owners, you were there, I don't know if you remember, I think you're the one who told me, he told these people who rented a suite in front of all my coworkers and stuff, well, it looks like Jill's nine to five, or five to nine is interviewing, <laughs> interfering with her nine to five. I called out sick one day for legitimate food poisoning, and so then the next day, because he was crazy and didn't pay attention to labor laws or hostile work environments. The next day, he, like, made some flip comment about me being sick. And I was like, you know, I heard what you said, and I don't understand what the problem is. Like, I went to Friday's. I ate chicken. It made me sick. He's like, well, you need to start eating at home. (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm not allowed to eat at the stadium, and I can't go out to dinner? And I was like, you are such an idiot. Like, literally. It was bad. Do you remember that, that, Joe? He was, like, screaming at me, running down the hall, following me, screaming at me. Well, maybe you shouldn't be going out to eat after work. Well, I got off work at like 10 at night. Maybe I didn't want to come home and prepare a four-course meal. Maybe I was tired of hot dogs. Did you go by yourself? No, I went with my coworker. And that's the thing that bothered me, too, is her friend was in town. I went with my coworker. She was with me. She saw me not drink. She uh-huh. saw me have like a Coke and a piece of chicken. So I don't know where he got that I was drunk. Probably from her he in hindsight. He just assumed it, maybe. Anyway, the Netflix description of this episode is Jess and Nick examine their relationship. Cece drunk text Buster. Mm. And Schmidt, Winston, and Coach try to impress their attractive new neighbors. I'm going to go with the Netflix description on this one. No offense, Joe. Heather? 
Joe's offended. Joe's offended. Joe's was profound. Yes, but mine brought up a painful memory. Joe's description brought up a painful oh, memory. Oh, so you were associating it with pain. Doesn't mean it wasn't good. Anyways, guest stars from this episode include Alexandra Daddario, who plays Michelle. So she's the one with the brown hair. She's in the Baywatch movie and Percy Jackson. I think it's a trilogy, but Percy Jackson movies. And then Stevie Nelson, who plays Lori, who was in Mad Men. Heather, you don't need to tell us. We know you already hate Mad Men. I do? That's what you said last time. Like, I hate that show. It's stupid. Mad Men? Yeah. With Paul Reiser? <laughs> no. That's mad about you. Oh. <laughs> that was amazing, That was Joe. a good show. It was such a leap. <laughs> All right. We've had way too big an intro, so I'm just going to I've never watched Mad Men. Maybe some other show. You're always like, oh, I hate that show. Oh, the one on HBO with the midget? Okay. We're going to move on because it's been a five-minute intro. Okay. So we start with the true American, probably the wildest true American there's ever been, ending the scene with everyone passed out in Nick's room. Joe, any thoughts about the opening scene? All I know is like, I'm Taft. And Tafting. And then I invented the cotton gin. Gin, gin, gin. Winston has the blanket. He had the plague. He had the plague, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's part of the history is the bubonic plague. Oh, yeah, that was Wiped serious. out millions of Americans. Yeah. It was like the coronavirus. The Plymouth Rock Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe loves that. It's COVID on steroids is the book. Oh, jeez. Okay. So Nick and Jess wake up incredibly hungover and the phone rings and it's Sadie saying it's her kid's first birthday party and Jess is the godmother, which is news to me. And why isn't she there yet? Mm, legit question. And now we're with the guys in the living room who are flashing back to a few minutes earlier when they met their new beautiful neighbors, but they were so hungover. They so didn't funny. impress them. Cece comes in and realizes she drunk text Buster a whole, a whole bunch and she's real embarrassed, doesn't know what to do. Winston's plan is to help the girls move and the other two won't listen to them. And I love she, she's like, I drunk text Buster, what should I do? And Schmidt's like, send him one of these, one of the, the emoticons with the faces. And he's making all the emoji faces. <laughs> did you just say a drunk text Bubba Buster? I did. I was like, <laughs> I don't think it's funny to make fun of people who stutter. <laughs> That's nice, Heather. What if I have a stutter? <laughs> you don't. I don't know. <laughs> Bubba Buster. So Nick and Jess are trying to get dressed. Jess is wearing a bathing suit top and a skirt. She's crying. She says they need the gift. And why is it still in the box? Because she had asked Nick to assemble it. And he says it'll only take five minutes, but dumps it so out. So stupid to assemble that. So stupid. Hold on. We'll get to that in a second. So it'll take five minutes to put together. Then Jess starts crying because she sees their kid. It's Christmas. The gift's not together. He's like, are you talking about our future? For the first of many times, says, can we wait to talk about this since we're hungover? And Nick kind of starts to freak out about Jess's detailed future plans. And Heather, yes, that was my discussion question, but let's get into it now. Why on earth would you make it so someone couldn't return the gift if they got two or they didn't like it? Exactly. It makes no sense. And you don't walk in with the thing. No. How do you wrap it? I mean, Joe, we've had kids and putting together a toy can be challenging. Kate's train table. I've had to do it. Yep. You mean we've had to do it. Yep. And I would never expect someone to show up to a party with the put together. Well, plus you also might want to take it back. Well, exactly. they poured it out and it was in so many pieces. He's like, he's like, it'll take five minutes. He poured it out. And they, well, maybe 10. Maybe 10, yeah. Because yeah. he thinks he's so handy. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just going to back up a little bit is when Cece said she te- drunk text Buster and then she says Buster. an entire Jewel song. <laughs> Winston goes, is it from Pieces of Meat? No, Coach says yeah. it. Oh, Coach says yeah. it? Oh. 
Okay, yeah. so now and we're... also the toy thing, they didn't describe the pieces right because Nick's like, okay, grab me that yet. thing that it's looks like a meth a lab. Oh, <laughs> that looks like a meth lab. So he thought it looked like a meth lab, and then give me the thing that looks like a pipe bomb. Put them together. Yeah. <laughs> and then they totally wasted money on that. Yeah. Because they're going to, it's not put together right. And they right. weren't very yeah. clear headed to begin with. No, no, as he pointed out. Do hangovers make people emotional? You can. I think they irritable. can. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, like Jess said, they were actually still drunk, is what it really was. Probably. Like, to a certain degree. They could have gone to bed really late. So we're back in the hallway with Coach and Schmidt and Cece. Hmm. And when, when the guys are trying to, I'm sorry, we're in the hallway outside the uh, elevators. And they're trying to produce an accidental run-in with the hot girls. Then the hot girls come out and Winston's with them. And they ignore him because they're talking about how helpful Winston is. Well played, Winnie B. So Nick and Jess are now back in the room. And Nick's talking about how for his future he thought he'd be a long-haul trucker, which came out of nowhere. And he wants to live in Montana or Mars Landing. (laughs) The Earth capital of Mars. You're crazy if you haven't thought about space travel in 10 years. (laughs) <laughs> and he's not going to force school on his kids. He's going to make them bake to bake for it. And he just wants to tell her now that he lost a bet. And I think it was to Schmidt. And it's the name of his first son has to be Reginald Val Johnson. Who <laughs> is the actor who played Carl Winslow on, on Family Man? And if that's not the most obscure yet amazing reference. Amazing. But again, just because you lose a bet, you wouldn't do that. Well, they seem to take bets pretty serious because they're clowns. True, but yeah. true. So now we're in the new apartment and see that all the guys are helping out, bring stuff in. And we find out that one of the girls has a boyfriend and one doesn't. So Coach and Schmidt are like, may the best man win. And Winston's like, seriously, why is everyone ignoring me? Which is ridiculous. Well, I like when adorable. Schmidt goes uh, to, um, to Winston because Winston's like, well, we'll just help him move. We'll help him move in. And he's, Schmidt's like... Dude, no. They're gonna think of us as help. Think of us as helpful right. and nice. Yeah, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. It always has a which theory. is kind of a backwards uh, thing. Don't you want them to think you're that? Oh yeah, helpful especially. That's every girl's dream. That's why Winston's winning. Uh, <laughs> but I like when Schmidt is talking on his cell phone and he goes. No, that famous person isn't allowed into yeah. my garden party. Yeah. And I Googled the person. It was someone famous, but I didn't write their name down. <laughs> oh, neat. Thank you, Heather. Someone will tell us on Instagram. Like, they're listening to him. Who was yeah. that dark-haired girl? I think I've seen her before. Well, as I mentioned up at the top when I did guest stars from this episode, it's Alexandra Daddario, and she was in Baywatch and the Percy Jackson trilogy. Baywatch. Baywatch, the movie. Sorry. Thank oh. you. The movie. And there was, like, a rumor she was dating Zac Efron because he was in it, too. Maybe she's related to Rosario Dawson. I no, love Rosario her last name's Dawson. Daddario, not Dawson. And oh, they're different races. I so. love her. She's, she's so been in a good. ton of things, though. She's always like the hot girl. She's in this uh, Netflix movie um, with the guy from Pitch Perfect, and she was just in the girlfriend experience. It's like she's in a lot of things that I think none of us have watched. Yeah, I'm but like because of commercials that. and stuff, we're familiar right. with her. She's so beautiful. I love when they say she has witch eyes because she does. Oh, really? Her eyes I are didn't crazy. Even notice that. I knew she had pretty <laughs> yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, they're like a little like weird. But Schmidt beautiful. says she had witch eyes. Yeah. Oh, Schmidt said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just make that up. Oh, I thought you did. Eyes. I was like, that wasn't nice. <laughs> but, but you're like, oh. And well, no, I'm like, I didn't see any witch eyes. I thought witch eyes were would be like okay. green. So now we're back in the loft. And they're arguing about Reginald, because they're calling him by name now. And um, he's going to be 
Oh, uh, oh, Nick says that he taught science at community college once as an argument when he's arguing with, about the future. And Jess is like, what? No, you didn't wear. He's like, I know you're going to fact check me, Jessica. No, he goes, <laughs> I made that up, but I didn't think you would fact that check me. <laughs> yeah. Like he would ever taught science at a community college. Oh, I know. So Twice. Nick- Oh, he said yeah. twice. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick very clearly does not want to plan for the future and just does want to plan. And he, again. I don't know why this is surprising news. Exactly. And again, Nick clear-headed says, why are we discussing this now? Exactly. And they both want different things and should they break up? And then they both laugh and decide to stay together. They start building the toy and it's going really good until it doesn't. Um, but in the meantime, we're outside of the truck. Where Winston, I'm sorry, where Coach and uh, Schmidt broke the vase and the mirror and start arguing. And it's all really stupid. And Winston comes up. And I love how Winston is straight up wearing, like, knee pads. Yeah. And he has some <laughs> sort of mask, gloves. Oh, he takes things Put seriously. Puts that uh, credenza on his back. Oh, I know. He's all oh, Winston yeah. Bishop. Neighbor. <laughs> right. He's so cute. I love him. So they're arguing. Uh, Justin and Nick are arguing where they're putting to the toy together. Nick accidentally starts a fire. They start arguing more. <laughs> they ask where the bucket is. They're reminded that he has meat in the bucket because he wanted to know what meat tasted like in the olden days when there wasn't electricity and finally they at the end of the argument she just says if i was always honest with you we would never stop fighting and that's when you can see like uh-oh guys well this might be the, the meat of the argument which Ba-dum. i thought was uh-huh, the nice most pun. funniest Ba-dum-boom. part <laughs> most funniest part of the argument was the lake house because mm. she's oh. like, I see you said a lake house. Lake she's house. like, why would we have a lake house? I got a house on Earth. I saying it's on, on ground on Mars. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you know. And then and then he's making up things when they when they made up. He's like Lake Father, Lake Son. Yes, oh. that was their newsletter. Their it was the yeah. newsletter for him and Reginald. I want to make a newsletter. Oh, that's cute. I mean, the whole thing about the lake house and you know, then at, then when they started making up, he's like, I'll move to Portland with you. You know, of course uh-huh. that didn't work out, but. I really thought the whole lake house theme was hilarious. I yeah, agree. so Jess, yeah. yeah. So now the fire department's there, and Schmidt and Coach try to blame Winston, and Winston just tells the girl the truth. They're trying to hook up with you. They're the one who broke the stuff. And Winston then tries to move a giant chest alone and bring it into a burning building. Yeah, he would. And Coach breaks the vase. Yeah, that already happened. From her year abroad. Right. Yeah. And so Buster and Cece are on the phone, but we find out he walks up and he's there and he asks her if she wants to go get pancakes. And then we're at the loft and Nick and Jess are cleaning up and she says, why is this so hard? They don't want to fight all the time and they miss being friends and they love each other, but they don't, it's the only thing they have in common and they decide to break up. I don't know, guys. It feels wrong to me, but we'll get into that in a minute. Me too. Jess grabs him um, by the arm and spins him around and hugs him the same way their first kiss kind of happened, but reversed, which was a cool thing to do. And we find out that um, Schmidt, I don't know. I don't understand what I'm saying here. Schmidt is doing downward facing dog. Yeah. Because oh, he was she in went the back room. To his room. Oh, she forgot. And, and he's like, yeah. Jess, I know you saw me, Jess. It's just downward naked dog. Yeah. <laughs> she's, just, she's just yelling random stuff. Yeah. I know you can hear me in there. I hear you guys laughing. Yeah. But they weren't laughing. Because she was trying to go back to her room, forgetting that Schmidt lived there and she has to stay the night. Well, she could have stayed on the couch, but in the same room as Nick. And that is the episode. So, favorite Jess look, Heather. 
Um, mine was her pink pajamas. Nice, Joe. Favorite look of Jess's? Yeah. Yep. This is a tough one because she was so hungover. I can't remember the. Dress I just she assumed had on. you were gonna say bathing suit top because you always pick when she doesn't have clothes on. So yeah. Joe does like that. That probably was. That was yeah. mine because I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. So best dressed, I'm going with Winston in his moving outfit. Joe. Nice. Hmm. Uh, yeah, or his bubonic plague outfit. Mm, that was good, good one. Too. Good one. Nicely It was played, almost Joe. like, a, what do they call it, like a burka kind of thing. Uh, no, it wasn't a, well, I guess, yeah. Like a blanket over his head. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I got the plague. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, best dress. Uh, oh, my gosh. I have to go with Coach because of the sunglasses. And mm. Joe probably caught this because he has closed captioning. captioning. But Coach goes, why'd you let me wear these girls' glasses? Yeah. I look like Magic Johnson's son, EJ. EJ. Yeah. at the time. He did. No, but that was an obscure reference because I don't think, like, I don't know about Magic Johnson's son because he was on... Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. No, before that, he was on the thing where they had a party on MTV. My Super Sweet 16. Love that show. That's the first oh, time I remember seeing him. EJ? Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Maybe it was other thing. But I thought that was an obscure reference for the time. But maybe it was at the same time. I think that was when Rich Kids was on. Yeah, maybe. And, and, but, I mean, he does look like Oh, 100%. EJ. Yeah. And he's all Magic Johnson's son, EJ. Coach would not know that. Yeah, he's he, Magic Johnson's basketball player. Oh, okay. He would know you that. You wouldn't know. Yeah. No, I know who EJ that is. That he's a basketball player. Oh, I didn't know who he was. Wow. Moving on. Favorite Schmidt moment. I don't remember why he says it, but he says... Once again, we find ourselves in a situation where Schmidt finds himself infuriated. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like, why are you talking in first person? <laughs> Joe favorite, all right, zero on the jar count. But there should have been some. Joe favorite Schmidt moment. Uh, probably when he's trying to suck up to the girls mm-hmm. and he's saying all the different things like, don't do that, you're going to think of us as helpful and nice. And just. That whole scene in their apartment was that was that, that was, was funny. funny there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That and then, and the cotton gin. The cotton gin, gin was hilarious. Gin, yeah, gin. that was funny. Very true yeah. American. Heather. Um, mine was I already mentioned it accidentally, but uh, when he says, uh, "It's my garden party," and Zachary Quito <laughs> is not on the list. Who is Zachary Quinto? Well, Heather looked it up, but she can't remember. Yeah, he's a famous guy. Like a famous gardener. No, like, I think he's, like, in movies or TV shows, but I'm not sure. You can invite anyone to a garden party. It's not just a party. It's a party. To do the gardening party in the garden. He might have been a famous gardener. He loves a good garden party. Yeah, okay. Oh, so uh, next is favorite funniest moment overall. I'm just going to go for everything Winston did in the whole episode, from True American to moving the girls to carrying that thing himself to his outfit. Joe, favorite or funniest moment overall? Definitely True American. Good one. Good one. American's always hilarious. That's the first time where they started it with no conversation. Yes. At all. It's just the game. Oh, just the game. Like, if you didn't know the show and you just saw the opening, you're like, what is happening? What are they doing? What's Taft? Who's Jen? Who's, you know, all Mm -hmm. these different things. So I thought it was funny how they just opened it up with complete chaos. Yeah, I agree. Good point, Joe. That was a nice That was a good one. Very insightful. Heather? Oh, my favorite is, my name is Winston Bishop. Welcome to the building. 
She's so cute. She's so cute. That brings us to Honey Roast Award for Best Character Performance or Inanimate Object, as we've had before. Behind-the-scenes person. I'm going with the existence of True American, as I always do oh. when it's in an episode. Joe? I do like when Nick goes, they're laying in bed uh, the next day, and he goes, Jess, are we alive? Yeah, that was <laughs> I like when he gives her water from his hands. Yeah, yeah. He goes, and, he, and he puts a hand like he's feeding yeah. a and hamster. Knocks, you know what I'm saying? Knocks the glass over. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, oh, I knocked it on the floor. And she's like licking his fingers to oh, get the water. Oh, the dehydration, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. And then I, but I've been on the phone at those calls where you're just – you're half asleep. You yeah. don't know what's yeah. going on. And she's like, you're missing my birthday party. She's wide awake, alert, and knows what she's saying. And Jess is just like, uh-huh, okay, be there in 20 minutes. <laughs> That's every phone call I have with you. Not from being hungover, but just yeah. from not paying attention to me. I like when I can hear Joe like this. And I'm like, I literally can hear you typing. I'm not typing. <laughs> or when I'm like, Joe, Caden's waiting for you outside the school. Are you on your way? Yeah. Click, click. Boom. <laughs> I'm like... Okay, you're not on your way. I'm almost there. I'm like, you're not almost there. You haven't even backed out of your driveway yet. <laughs> well, I'll do that a lot. Intense, I know. Intense, period. No, I'll do that a lot, period. I do that a lot intentionally with telemarketers. Oh, oh I've seen They you will with call them. me early in the morning. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh. Because <laughs> I know it's telemarketers. Okay, so are you dying? Yeah, yeah. Saying, Does your character have you the play? Like, Mr. Time. Henderson, we're here to sell you health care. Am I dying? And they're like, no, no, we want you to, are you part of Medicare A plan and B plan? I'm like, ah, the C plan. You know, and just be incoherent and not answering their questions, but answering their questions. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And finally you just hear, oh, dial tone, they hang up on me. So that's where I switch the roles. Usually we hang up on telemarketers. Right. They actually hang hang up up on on me. That's clever. So, but in that situation, were you a sleeping person or a dying person? Uh, both, because of healthcare. <laughs> oh, sleeping and dying. I'm going to move on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, dying people sleep. Sure. Joe, did you yeah. give your honey roast? For a long roast? time. Did you what? give your honey roast? <laughs> uh, honey roast? Did you give the honey roast award yet? Well, I definitely... So no, okay. <laughs> probably Nick. You always give it to Nick now. Yeah. Uh, every episode. Every episode. Yeah. And then he's, next he's going to say, because he had to deal with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like when she goes, we got to go to this birthday party. He's like, no, I don't want to go to the birthday party. He's like, no, I yeah. think like, I'm not going to be going yeah, to Yeah, so matter of fact. Like, <laughs> right, no, I'm not like not, not happening, Jen. Yeah, I, I just like the brutal honesty of it, and they mm-hmm. always put a comedic twist on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then he ends up going, and he's trying to put this toy together all hungover, and it was just, it was... It was okay. good. So Nick, yeah. Heather, how so you he roast? was dealing with a lot. <laughs> he was, and then he had the, the lake house to deal with. And Mark my God, going again. Oh my God, Heather, what was your honey roast? I do something I never do. Gave it to Nick. No, I never do that either. But I gave it to Zoe because I could truly feel her pain. Yeah, she did a good job. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, zero on the bears, you guys. Same Z's. Hey, that brings us to discussion question. I was going to ask about the Buster age difference. We actually did that last podcast. Yeah. I was going to ask about giving gifts assembled, which I think we all in the world agree, mm-hmm. unless it's like a bike or something. Let us you know. know. You I mean, there's time, like, my parents put together, they bought Caden a Hot Wheels golf cart. 
and they had it put together so he could write it all day Christmas. Like, you can touch base but with a parent. They, well, yeah, because they touch base. But also, I don't think that toy assembled would have really fit easily in Jess's car because she has that weird car she traded for in Mexico. And it's really, I don't know if it has back seat. No. Yeah, she wasn't thinking clearly, but... Um, yeah, sometimes it's mean not to set it up, but that should be like a parent gift or you check with, the, check parent. with the parent. Yeah, And that golf cart was cute. And I think oh, Schmidt, when, I think Schmidt talking about Buster, he was like, oh, Cece, how's your man child? Oh, he said that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Instead of saying, how's Buster? It's like, yeah, he always gets his little dicks in. Child? <laughs> Which makes more sense because last time he was all like, oh, good job, Buster. Way to go out with Cece. Yeah, that made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> so my discussion question is not so much a discussion question, but a discussion topic because it's widely debated mm. on the internet is, is it reasonable that they broke up? Did that come out of nowhere? Did you feel like that was a natural part of the story? Did you think it was because they were just drunk? What are your just general thoughts, Heather? I think that just like picked a fight and then she was sobering up, mm-hmm. but subconsciously she'd been wanting to break up. Mm-hmm. Or knowing there was issues. Yeah, because by picking a ridiculous fight after someone tells you yeah. multiple times, hey, we shouldn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> Joe. I know. And she... How, uh, how do you feel about the breakup? Did it make sense to you? No, because they're not in a clear state of mind. Yeah. And then they didn't end up breaking up because she went back in his room anyways. And well, They're definitely still broken they're up. broken up. Oh, uh, well, then maybe they're going to try to hide it next issue then. Or next episode. You, you've watched the series before. Yeah. So you know yeah. that they try and hide it for Winston's sake. Yeah. Winston's and actually, honey roast. It's the honey roast. Yeah. yeah. Love that episode. I just felt like the first time I watched it, I was like, this is ridiculous. It came out of nowhere. They're obviously drunk. This is stupid. But then when I watched it now and we review and dive in so much, I mean, almost more episodes than not since they've been together have highlighted an issue. Oh, there's it. Like the banks, the not being able to live in the same room, the lack of communication. Right. Um, so it wasn't, even though she was hungover, it probably wasn't But you know what? When you get married in the Catholic church. Wow. Okay, where is this going? You have to go to the, this is where it's going. You have to go to these, <laughs> you have to go to these marriage classes. And you got to meet with okay, the priest. It was a retreat. Yeah. You have like a marriage, like retreat. Uh, therapist almost. Right. More no, of a you counselor. have to meet with the priest, don't you? Yeah. On yeah. TV, you do. We have Father, that Father. Uh, yeah, no, do I remember our wedding? The dark hair. Father Jerry. Father dark hair. Father Jerry. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, they brought up a good point mm-hmm. because they're like, okay, have you guys talked finances yet? Mm-hmm. Oh. We're like, not really. Yeah. Have you talked future of children? Have you oh. talked about who's going to do, who's responsible for what? Who's going to take care of the bills? Who's yeah. going to take care of the chores? Et cetera. All yeah. this different stuff. I would have just let it all fall into place. And, and, and this is what you're seeing. You're seeing, <laughs> just, I'm going to move out of L.A. and move to Portland. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And that's not She Nick's. has a plan. Nick's going to Mars. Yeah. And yeah. we talked about this last episode where people change. People, right. when you're 20, you might like living downtown Los Angeles. I oh, know yeah. I would have, right? But that's not really yeah. where But when you're 30, you're like, I want out of this rat yeah. race. And I don't want my kids growing and up And I don't want here. my kids ri- growing right. up in a, in a high rise. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No yard. Yeah. yeah I so saying. I think that's where we're at. Is they're just both figuring out, oh, that's what she wants. I don't want to move to Portland. It rains too much. Exactly. exactly. I'm headed to Mars. Because people really do have different future plans. You just don't talk about it right away because if you do, you look super desperate. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but and you never know. I mean, he had his law degree once. He might go get it again, right? Because he said he passed the bar. Well, he could just start using yeah, it. He, or he, he doesn't have to go back. <laughs> yeah. He could just take the screws out of more chairs. And he and was fall. in Winston Ferguson and Cooper. Yeah, yeah. He was Cooper, hired by them. Ferguson, and Winston. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cooper, ambitious. Yeah, I think it was. No, oh, Winston my God. Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. Joe, did you bring a discussion question? So for this one. <laughs> You know, if you didn't, it's fine. I just think that, well, I think the question, I think we just answered the question. Yeah, no, that was my discussion question. Is once you, because look, we all know, just a discussion and I see this again. on TikTok videos a lot, like, you know that train wreck's coming, but you're still going to ride the train because it's a fun ride. Yeah, you, you know ride what it until the wheels come up. I yeah. see that all the time. Yeah, I do too. With yeah. different, not, not just relationships, but things in life. I just do it. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, let's, uh, let's see what happens. But like, say uh, la vie. Yeah. So I mean, that's what's happening here. Is is are they? You know, are, were you ever in a in a thing where you had different, um, maybe different things, but you said no, I'm still gonna stay with this, even though you know the plan was kind of going south. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, that's no, a good question. I'll stay you in. Did you know that was a question when you started, or did you just start talking and came up with it? No. Tell the, the truth. Tell the truth. No, no. When we started talking about the breakup, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Because they, they're going to stay on this train wreck for a while. Okay, I, have, I, I feel like you would have a lot of examples. I've done it in relationships, but I've also done it with shopping. Like, I knew the next what? month I was going to struggle. Heather. Oh but it felt good. To spend your That's money. true. Yeah. Like yeah. when you go to Target, you always oh, go to pick up some Target. toilet paper and toothpaste and I leave with half the aisle. Yeah. What I do yeah. now, and it's actually it's, it's scary how much money more I have a month now, is during COVID, you could start ordering anything from any store and then drive up and they just like put it in your trunk for you. Oh. So I only buy the thing. Because there are certain things like you can only get at Target, especially since our son has celiac. So there's like a certain cereal that's gluten-free they sell there and stuff. So you go online, you put everything you want, like you're having it shipped to your house, like you're just buying online. You click pick up at store. And then if you have the app, you actually can just drive up to the store and they bring nice. it out to your car and put in your car. You can't look around. That or, makes or like if I look sense. around online and, I'm, and I look at my cart and I see the total, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take this stuff out. I don't need it. Right. But if I'm already in line, I'm like, oh, that's so embarrassing. If I'm like, can I put this back? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't afford, I can't afford these four purses. Especially if you say it in that low voice. Hilarious. <laughs> so I don't think I do that, Joe. You do that. Yeah, I think I, I, think I do that. Because I'm a I'm a, a fixer. I've always been a fixer. Okay. When it comes to anything in business or anything in my job. Your solution based. Like yeah, if something pops up, I'm just like, okay, how how do I make this easier or more efficient or easier for other people Work to smart, use? Smart, not hard is what you always yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so I'm a I'm a fixer. So I'll keep going when they're like, Oh Joe, just give it up. No, no, I'm telling you, we can fix this. And sometimes it takes a little more work on my end or someone else's end, but but it all but it always it always works out. But like they say, just like in gambling, right? You always got no when to walk away. Well, no when to w- hold them, no when to walk yeah, away. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll see if these two know when to walk away because that, they walked away, Joe. Yeah. They broke up. Well, what happened? they just saw the first wheel of the train go off the rails. So you watched the first wheel. Trains have a lot of wheels. They do. No, they've been losing wheels. wheels consistently. It's just hard to realize. Unless you're this was like maybe this was like the last. 
last wheel. Okay, guys, they, they definitely found... broke up because we know because we know in the next episode. No, this was like because all the episodes they have issues. Right. Yeah. So th- there, there was, was like a loosening. wheel, a wheel, a wheel. There's only four. <laughs> yeah. No, trains have more Trains more. have tons oh, of wheels. They have like 30. I didn't know they were oh, on trains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Heather, do you have a discussion yeah. question? Yeah, I've got a couple. Wait, did you answer Joe's? Yeah, I said I don't do that. Oh, yeah. You know, you're, you're sensible. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. It's just funny. Okay. Uh, okay, so I have a couple. Uh, it's like two. Or three. Is Jess a terrible friend to Sadie and a terrible godmother? No. Yes. No. I would be fuming. That she missed one party. Sadie, the one-year-old. first birthday. I have a feeling that, first of all, we didn't even know she was the godmother. They just threw that in randomly. But I feel like if she would take someone having a baby very serious, she probably got lots of gifts along the way. She's very involved. I think it's rude of Sadie. Like, why aren't you here? I need you. Why? Why do you need Jess to throw a party? You and your wife can throw a party for your baby Maybe just fine. Maybe she was having anxiety. She seemed fine. Well, it seemed like a very wild party for just a one-year-old. And it seemed like it was very early in the morning. So I guess. 9 okay. You know what? I'm going to change mine. I was going to say she was a terrible friend. But now I guess. If the excuse was a hangover, then that's bad. But for being it, late is all it was going to be until the fire. Well, right. Or if it's my apartment caught on fire and I broke up with Nick. Yeah. Sadie will probably forgive her, but yeah. I hope she goes to second birthday party. Well, we never even uh, see Sadie again, hardly. So and was Sadie so, your therapist? Gynecologist. 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 So you were really yeah. close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Joe, do you think it was okay for her to miss or? Maybe she made it. Well. She didn't go after that. The reasons after the hangover, yeah, because the building started on fire. Right. And right. then she broke up with Nick. So she's not in any state of mind to go to a one-year-old birthday party. She no. really shouldn't She should have had better sense the night before. But can you imagine, like, living your life and have someone call you and speak to you like that? Like, where are you? It's my son's first birthday party. You're the godmother. I need you here. Excuse me? How about, well, hey, are you okay? Like, you're usually really punctual. I just wanted to check in. It's Jess we're talking about. This is a she does it all the time i've had like i've been i had a friend and like i'd be driving there and i'm always on time and people be like i need you i just that's what they say to me think if you're an an adult person with a child you don't need someone there to throw your birthday party and the fact that someone needs me says a lot shows issues second and final discussion question uh okay such good ones And she's the alpha female. Oh. That gynecologist is the alpha female. Oh, in that yeah, relationship. So when she yeah. talks to people, she talks to them like she's the alpha female. And I mean, yeah. she had to get through medical school, you know. Okay, have you ever, this, you can choose, have you ever sent a drunk text that you regretted or even just a wrong text? <laughs> I have a story. Oh. It's Joe's. Good what? job on the question. I thought I was just going to say, no, I haven't. But apparently, <laughs> Joseph. I have. Michael He's Henderson. doing his air quotes, guys. Seriously? Mm-hmm. You don't know what story I'm about to tell. No. Okay. It could be any of one or two. Would you admit that you possibly were interested in dating me before I was interested in dating you? Would you say that's fair? Don't look at Heather. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, I think it was mutual, but yeah, it's okay. fair. <laughs> Anyways, so there's a story I won't tell. And then there's another story a couple weeks later where I had to go on this ridiculous, stupid retreat. We had to drive to Utah in a van for like the work. Yes, is that the people who own the baseball team own multiple teams? I didn't have to go on that. I I know that's why you called me drunk. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting there. So it's Joe's all 
bragging. Joe should be excited. He didn't have to go. They wouldn't fly us because they said it was too expensive, oh, but it was geez. super important. In a know, van a already in Utah. Oh, no. Like sitting on top of each other. Oh, I wouldn't have got me my M&M. Correct. Because we passed through Vegas. Yeah. I refused to drive because I didn't feel like I should be responsible. I'd never driven a van before. I had a Honda Civic. Oh, no. You I didn't want to be responsible for everyone's lives. So I had to pay, according to the same boss who harassed me from his one neighbor, <laughs> I had to pay someone to take my shift. He said I had, he said I had to pay them. I was like, okay, how is this trip costing me money for them to take my hours? Like, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not driving a van. I'm not comfortable being. And it was snowing. Oh okay, God. so it was winter. So I was like, I'm not, I've never driven in snow. Like, I, I'm literally telling you that this is not a safe. Okay, well, you can pick someone. You could pay them. And then you have to pay them on the drive back, too. So I had to go on this retreat I didn't want to go on. I had to pay someone to take the drive. Well, did he reimburse you? No, I had to pay him. And I mean, I think he, was, he thought I'd cave. And go, okay, I'll just do it. But I was being real. I was being honest. I sound yeah. like a troublemaker. I miss a day at work. I won't drive a van. No, anyway, no, no. This I'm not a crazy. troublemaker at all. Yeah. So we get there, and it's all guys. And there's just one other girl. It's just me and this girl. And, like, there's five or six guys in this van. It smelled terrible. It was awful. And then we have to go to these meetings. And it's in Utah, which is a whole different experience. Did you because- have your own room? No. Oh, my God. That's ghetto. They wouldn't pay for anything. Oh, stupid. So we go out to a bar, which you need a sponsor to go to a bar in Utah, like someone who's like, these people are okay there with me, they can come in. Oh, and like in Utah. Yeah, you can't. Like clubs, yeah. 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 And then like the, you can't get a drink a after sponsor. a certain time. And everyone was blonde. That's a whole different story. No, no offense. Blonde. No offense to anyone who lives in Utah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Utah. It was just they a really weird trip. They all have really nice teeth. So back then we weren't on our phones as much as we are, are now. So I get at my phone when we get back to the hotel room. Do you remember this now, Joe? No. You were so full of it. <laughs> and I open up my phone and I have like Five voicemail oh. messages from Joseph Henderson, my relatively new coworker, oh, and I'm like, no. at nighttime, like this is weird. And he was with our other coworker, Brett, and they were like reorganizing something in the office. And I didn't work for Joe, but we worked like in a, I guess you call it an annex of the actual building. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was in the food and beverage, and then outside his office was like room for more desks. And so me and some other people who didn't necessarily work for him were in those desks. Now Joe likes to think I worked for him because he pretend like he didn't know how to send a fax. Like he pretends like he didn't know how to do stuff. Yo. So you do it for him. Anyway. So I get the first one. It's like, Jill. That's how he says my name. I miss, I miss your coordination. Oh, you're coordinating outfits? No, the no. organization. Organization. No, you said coordinate. I was probably doing the First of all, yeah. you don't remember, so I don't know why you're trying oh. to get it according to you. Second, it was coordination because I would coordinate things in office. I'd be like, oh my God, Joe, you're doing it wrong. Just let me do it. Oh, this is how you make a file. Oh, do it like this because I would be helpful because you're a friend. Uh, and I'm like, what? And the plan next to it, I said, Jill, it's Joe. I don't, I don't miss your coordination. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sitting with Brett. <laughs> Yes, Joe has sent drunk voicemails Voicemail. before. Was there a story you wanted to add, Joe, to your own history? Uh, I, I, You know, I, a lot of times I don't remember the drunk text. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So that, that does make sense. sense. Well, you, that yeah. doesn't make sense because it would be there the phone? next day. I would say they're blackout texts, maybe. Yeah, blackout texts. But yeah, um, that happens for I, sure. You know, 
Sometimes, and, and you don't even have to be drunk. Sometimes you send a sober one and you just... That was my answer. Or you text the wrong person. You know what they yeah. are? You know what gets me? Here's what gets me. And I've had hit the back button so much, meaning it yes. just erases yeah. it all. Yes. Anger text. Anger text. And you have text. to get it out. Yeah. Because yes. because I'm a very spontaneous person, yes. and I'll react to something, especially when I was younger. I react to something right. like right away and not think it through. Like, okay, how is this going to affect? How does this sound? Because right. in a text, you can't you can't display tone. emotion or tone, right? right? Yes. So <laughs> I've had it so many times. I mean, to hit that send button, oh. and I've hit it a couple times, but like, oh, I used some choice words I shouldn't have used. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Because you didn't mean it. Right. You just were reacting you just to get it out. irrational. Yeah. Right. Not necessarily you were drunk, you were just angry. See, that's, that's my same thing, because I have um, an, an elderly friend, and all, she's also my neighbor, and like, she will write to me. In in caps, mm. like she like the other day, she's all I I text you in my group text or something, and then I write back something snarky, like I don't cuss, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Ooh. and then the next morning I end up taking cookies to her door because I feel so bad, but I don't say I'm apologizing. I just try to be nice. You know what though? I could just wait. When you relate you know? this, yeah. you're right, and when you relate this new girl. I can see Nick sending the anger text. Oh, yeah. I can see Very Schmidt angry. sending the drunk text. Yes. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. Winston yeah. would never do anything like Winston would be like, like I'm being still naughty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't be on the phone. Yeah, exactly. Heather, he'd, he'd be drinking his fruit drink. Have you sent drunk texts or voicemail messages? No, I said... My answer was Joe. Oh, I thought you yeah. were like responding to what he said. No, about no, anger. no. That was my at my work. We, we actually safety. do when we get mad. We do our uh, anger email, but like you don't hit reply at like, your birthday at my work. Oh, at your work. Like you just open an email. You type everything you want to say, and then you're like, choose what to send, which is always like okay. Well, that's a because you just get it out. No, no, you don't hit reply. You open a fresh email. You oh. address it to no one. I mean, in theory, yeah, it could be a dangerous game, but it helps. You I just actually, write it and you get it off your chest. I actually went to a seminar, and I already do this, mm-hmm. is they say if you're mad at someone, it's actually more powerful. Like, you get it out more if you handwrite it. Interesting. So, yeah. you can do that next time if you want to. You, you can't hit send to. on a piece of paper. So you're right. right. Yeah. And it's safer. But the hand-to-paper yeah. connection yeah. is, is more powerful. Yeah. That concludes our discussion. We will see you guys next week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, Bye. everybody.